everybody. Welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good 4th of July. I know that I did. We got to hang out with um, my family. We went swimming. We got to do fireworks. We did a cookout, hamburgers, hot dogs. Um, did all that fun stuff, you know, like normal Americans. And it was a blast. We had a good time. And so I hope you guys did too. Hope you had a good week. Um, I know with the holiday being in the middle of the week, it kind of threw us off a little bit. I'm sure it probably did most. But I hope you had a good week. Getting into this week... I would like to talk about something that I think goes along perfectly with kingdom mentality. And so if a lot of you guys remember, the theme of this year has been kingdom mentality. And so I've really been hoping to encourage um, myself and, and anyone listening to really change the way that you think, change the way that you see the world, change the way that you see people. And honestly, today, um, we're going to be talking about the changing the way that you see yourself. And so um, getting into this week's message, I want to talk about the way we perceive ourselves, the way we perceive our sin, the way that we kind of treat ourselves, because I have fallen victim to this. I know a lot of people, a lot of Christians have fallen victim to this. And and honestly, I think it's a lie from the enemy. And so before I get too far into what I'm talking about, I would like to share a familiar verse that I think everyone probably knows, but it really sets up for what we're going to talk about this week. And so we're going to be reading out of John Chapter 3, verses 16 and on, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him, and I want you guys to remember that, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. And so why did I go back to this um probably one of the most famous verses that everyone knows. Why did we come to this passage? It's because I think the way that we see ourselves as Christians is we beat ourselves up a lot. We think, oh, well, we're not worthy. God can't use me. God can't do these things with me because I'm a sinner. I've done things in my life that no one knows. I've done all these things, blah, 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 blah. And the list goes on and on and on. And so what I would say, if that's the mentality that you're in right now, or if you know someone that, that's stuck in that mentality, like I said, I've done it to myself. I, I want to ask the question, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to say that you're not capable of being used by God because of the things that you've done or the things that you said or the things that, you know, whatever, you know, the, the, the sin that you struggle with. Don't you think God knows that? Don't you think God knows what you've done, what you're going to do, the struggles that you're going to have? Remember that God sent Jesus for us, not because we were worthy, but because he loves us. And so if God sent his son to save us, who are we to condemn ourselves because of what we've done. 
I think that that's a huge problem in the church, and I think it's a huge problem in in Christians' mentality today. Is that oh, I messed up? You know, if you sin or you stumble or something happens and you mess up, you know, maybe it's you struggle with alcohol, maybe you struggle with pornography, maybe you struggle with anger, maybe you struggle with lust, maybe you struggle with any of these things, and maybe you go weeks without doing it and you stumble and you mess up and you look at something you shouldn't look at or do something that you shouldn't do, and then all of a sudden all of this this these thoughts start creeping in, and it's from the enemy. Man, I'm not worth it. Man, I'm not worthy. Man, I, I keep messing up. Man, you know, God doesn't love me. God can't love me. I can't be used because I'm a sinner and I keep sinning and I can't, I can't break it. I can't shake it. I can't. All of these things, man, that's a lie from the enemy. And so kind of what was set in my heart this week as I was talking about this, I was talking about it with my wife. Um, we were just driving down the road and I just felt like God put it on my heart. The way that I see time and the way that I see God, and, I, and I've used this a lot. I, I may have talked about this on the podcast. I don't know. But I've talked about this a lot with like friends and coworkers and how I see God and how I see time. You know, the Bible says that time is different to God. God stands outside of time. And so the way I like to see it is if you picture a table, and for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube or Rumble and you're just listening, just try to stay with me for a minute and envision this. Imagine a table, and that one side of the table is the beginning of time. And at the other side of the table is the end of time, our time, right? The end of the world, quote unquote, let's per se. God stands outside of that table and God walks around that table. God can be at any point on that table at any time. And we all fall on this table at some point in time. But God sees it all. God can see this table play out from beginning to end. And so... Why do I think that that's important? Why was that put on my heart again this week when I was kind of thinking about this episode and praying on this episode? Is because if God stands outside time, which he does, and God can see everything that we're ever going to do, but yet he still sent his son, who are you to say anything other than you were saved by grace? We're not the ones that should be condemning ourselves because it says a light came into the world not to condemn it, but to save it. God knew what you were going to do. God knows what you're going to do, but he can use you anyways. And there's examples of that throughout scripture, I mean, over and over and over and over again. And one that really stuck out to me and the one that really got me thinking about this week's episode my wife, when my wife and I were talking was the story of David. King David, right? In scripture, he's known as the man after God's own heart. He was the youngest of Jesse's son, sons, and he was called at, a, at an early age, just a little shepherd boy, to be anointed as king. And it said in, in 1 Samuel, it says that he was anointed with oil and the Holy Spirit fell on, and the Spirit fell on him that day and stayed with David for, for his entire life. But we all know the one blemish, I mean, I'm sure David had his issues, I'm sure he had his mistakes, but the one big let's call it boo-boo, that David had, was Bathsheba. And we all know the story. He saw this woman bathing on the roof. He's the king. He can have and do whatever he wants, per se. And he calls to have this woman brought to him, and he ends up, you know, they end up having a sexual relationship, and he, he gets her pregnant. And not only did he take another man's wife, and not only did he sleep outside of his marriages and you know however it worked back then not only did he pick out a woman that was not his wife or concubine and not only was it another man's wife he had that man to come home and try to sleep with his wife so that he would think it was his child so he's trying to catch this up in a lie 
So then when he can't do it because the, the husband says, no, I'm a warrior, I'm a fighter, I'm going to stay out here with my men, and he won't go lay with his wife, David sends him to the front line of this war, and he's killed. David sends him to his death because he was so um, he, because he was probably so ashamed of what he had done. He didn't want anybody to know. But God knew. God knew exactly what he was going to do. But remember what happened before that. God called David at an early age and said, that's the one. And the Spirit was with him from that day forward. God chose him. God loved him. God knew that Bathsheba was going to happen. God saw what David was going to do, but yet he called him anyways and prepared a way for him. Why? Because he loves them and he loves us. And if God can do that with David, then God can do that with any of us. It doesn't matter what we have done. It doesn't matter what we're going to do. God has already seen it. God is already knowing. God already knows. And let me tell you something. God already knew the mistakes you were going to make. But guess what? He still sent his son to die for you and for me. Why? Because he loves us. Because he loves us. And so this is kind of what I, I, I see for us as individuals when you're looking at yourself, when you're having a kingdom mentality is knowing that, you know, you might not be worthy but God did it anyways because you're loved. And even though we might not be worthy of salvation, we're loved because God has grace. He is, a, he is the good, good father that made a way for you and I. So again, I'm going to ask the question again, who do you think you are to allow these doubts to creep in that God can't use you or God can't love you or any of these things? And again, it's you see it throughout Scripture God calls people all the time who have a history, who have mistakes, who have you know, done things that you know aren't right. I mean, look at the disciples. Look at Peter. He denied Jesus three times in the middle of Jesus going through his crucifixion. He called Paul and blinded him on the road to Damascus. This is a guy that was that was you know punishing Christians. He was actively seeking out Christians to put them to sometimes even to death, but to punish them. And God called him. And God used him. We see it throughout scripture time and time and time and time again. God can do anything. God will do anything because that's who he is. It doesn't matter what we are capable of. It doesn't matter what we have done or what we're going to do or what we can do. What matters is what he can do with us if we're willing all we have to do is believe. It says that in John three sixteen, what did we read? He sent his one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. The light came into the world not to condemn it, but to save it. And that's the message I want to share with you guys this week. That's the message that was on my heart. That's the message. Truthfully, I think that the church needs to hear. Because I think once you can break this bondage of the enemy claiming your thoughts and claiming your mind when you make a mistake, once you can break that, once we can get past that, I think it opens yourself up to God's work so much more. I think it opens you up to be a tool in God's hand. And I'm telling you guys, it, just watch and be amazed at what God can do. We talked about it a little bit last week. I mean, just for example, this podcast. And again, 
this episode speaking to me because I've done it and I still do it. I still struggle with it. You know, you make a mistake or maybe, you know, maybe you say something you shouldn't have said or, you know, maybe, maybe you lash out at your kids a little bit more. Or you snap at your wife or whatever it may be. And you start thinking, man, really? Man, some, some, some man of God I am, you know, some, some child of God I am. Here I am messing up again. Man, I'm not worthy. Man, I'm not worthy. Man, I'm not worthy. I'm going to tell you, the enemy loves to hear you think that. Man, I'm not worthy. Man, I'm not worthy. But guys, let me tell you something. You're not. You're not worthy. But guess what? God sent his son anyways. God loves you anyways. God saved you anyways. So get these thoughts out of your head. When these thoughts start coming in, then you just need to, you need to, you need to say, get behind me, Satan. You need to claim your thoughts. Give it over to the Holy Spirit and speak victory into your life. It's our victory to claim. For whosoever believe in him, we are children of the risen king. It is our victory. We are not meant to live in our own pity. We're not meant to live in our own minds, in our own fear of, of us not being worthy. That's not the life we're called to. And so this week, I want to encourage you, claim the victory in your own life. Cast those thoughts so far and ask God, cast them as far as the east is from the west. Satan, get behind me. These thoughts will not control me anymore. I will not be in the bondage of these lies anymore. Why? Because we have a kingdom mentality that resonates in our soul, resonates in our hearts and in our minds that tells us you are a child of the risen king. Yes, you might make a mistake. Yes, you might mess up. But you are loved and you are redeemed. And guys, let me tell you something. Once you can get rid of that mentality, the mistakes become a lot further distance from themselves because you start remembering whose you are. See, I think that these, you know, habitual sins start happening. One one reason why I think it happens, I know it to be true in my own life, is because once you start thinking, man, I'm not worthy and man, God can't use me, then you start thinking, well, what if I just, you know, look at this again? What if I have this drink of alcohol again? What if I look at pornography again? Guess what? I'm not worthy anyways. And so you fall into this habitual sin because you think that you're not worthy anyways. And you think that God can't use you anyways. And so once you start living in that mentality, you continue to live out a life of sin. Because that's what the enemy would have for you. But that's not what God has for you. And so guys, I'm telling you, once you can break that mentality of I'm not worthy, I'm a sinner, God can't use me, God can't love me. Once you break that mentality, the sin becomes easier to conquer because Again, it's your victory to claim. Claim victory over your addiction to pornography. Claim victory over your addiction to whatever it may be, alcohol, lust, anger, whatever it may be. Claim your victory and don't let the enemy get a foothold in your thoughts. Because again, who do you think you are? God loved you enough to send his son. Who am I to say that he was wrong for that? When I say things like God can't love me, I'm not worthy. When I say things like that and continually live in that mentality, what I'm saying is, is God, you sent your son for no reason. God, you sent your son for someone that's not worth saving. God, you sent your son for someone that's not going to take it. You messed up. You sent it to the wrong person. You sent the gift to the wrong address. You messed up. You made a mistake. Guys, let me tell you something. God doesn't make a mistake. 
And scripture says that God sent his one and only begotten son so that you and I, when we believe in him, we shall not perish. That is the victory that we get to live in as children of God. And so as we wrap up this week, I just want to ask you, who do you think you are? Who do I think I am? Get out of the way and let God move. Get out of your own way and let God move. Claim victory over your thoughts. Claim victory over your life. And see what God can do with you because it'll be amazing. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. As usual, you guys can watch each episode on YouTube and Rumble. And I want to encourage you guys, if you have a YouTube, um, if, you, if you're if you on YouTube or you're on Rumble, subscribe to the channel. It really is going to help us grow the ministries. Again, it's not about me. It's about growing the ministries. It's about furthering the kingdom. You can also listen to our podcast pretty much anywhere the podcasts are streamed. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere the podcasts are streamed, you can listen to it. So share it with your friends and family. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Hey guys, if you liked this week's podcast, you could do us a huge favor by writing a review. This really helps push it out to more people and helps grow the audience and helps grow the podcast. And again, will help further the kingdom. Thank you guys.